morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, July 27th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we are going to be in the book of Romans. Before we get to that, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, for this day and its many blessings, we give you thanks. For your word, which comes to us anew over and over again, we give you thanks. We ask that we would hear you speak to us this day, and that in speaking, our hearts would grow ever closer to you. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 10. Listen for a word from God. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more surely then, now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, Much more surely, having been reconciled, will we be saved by his life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Brett, when we are in a worship service, we offer a prayer of confession, and then there's an assurance of pardon. And part of the scripture is used for an assurance of pardon at times. What part is that, and why do you think it works particularly well for that? I think it works particularly well. You know, this this passage in Romans, um, there's Romans, as we've talked about before, is the most theologically deep, the most theologically in depth. It's where Paul lays everything out, um, and some, and you know, it's been a thousand million books have been written on Romans, and some put the crux at about this passage, and some put it in Romans eight. Um, and I think from this is a uh, staple of the Reformed faith, um, that it is uh, God's uh, redemption and Christ's reconciliation that is given to us before um, we could make a move, essentially. And so um, as we confess our sins, as we admit all the ways that we have uh, fallen short of the glory of God, Um, really any part of this passage can be used to remind us uh, that we have been justified, that we have been reconciled, that we have been saved uh, because of Christ's work um, before we have even confessed, Um, which is just, it's just the best news to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I said um, that it's used as an assurance. It's also used as a call to confession. I think the Mm -hmm. words are, right, while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Because we have faith in him, we dare to approach God with confidence, meaning that, you know, we come in confession, which should be terrifying, but we do it with confidence because we know that the work has already been done. Mm. Um, And yeah, I love that too, that while we were still weak, 
at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. And it is true that even on my best days, I do things that are ungodly, unholy, um, not what God wants me to be. And still, knowing that that's who humanity is, Christ offered himself and, you know, was resurrected mm-hmm. for those that same humanity. Um, and so I do. I love this. I think it's... Um, I think it's this really beautiful, tight, dense justification in just a few lines of of how we get to where we are in this whole project of grace mm-hmm. and forgiveness. And you know, there's um because I am a man of efficiency and I've always thought what can I do to do the least amount of things? Um I've always I don't know about the listener or you, Tara, but I've always, you know, essentially, you know, what's the point of prayer if if, if God knows our thoughts? What's the point of confession if we've always been uh, already been forgiven? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and uh, I thought those things um, actually off quite often before I was Presbyterian and, and did these things regularly. And I've found that in doing them uh, and and meditating and reading about it, that it is a transformation of ourselves, yeah. um, that it is something we're called to do, uh, and there's a reason why we're called to do it, um, that that in, in doing this confession, uh, either weekly at worship or daily in my own uh, life, it become the the grace of god uh, becomes that much more real mm-hmm. um you know you can you can really understand uh the brightness of the light when you've been in darkness yeah. right um, well and like i think the thing that's amazing too is that even if the words are wrote in worship where we come and like say these words that are written for us of confession where else in our lives or in our culture, are we encouraged to say we've screwed up? Hmm. I, it's hard to think <laughs> yeah. of one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really an amazing thing to gather together as the body. And I think increasingly for me, it's not even about the words. You know, when we have that silent confession after the words are spoken, sometimes I just sit there and I think, okay, God, here I am. Like, you know it all. Mm-hmm. You know all of the broken parts, all of the parts that are not what you want them to be. You know it even in ways I can't name it, and I'm just asking that you accept me. Yeah. Um, and then we get that lovely assurance of our pardon. It's it's a. Um, I've always loved the call of confession. That the, the last tag of is is let us confess before God and others or God in community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because I think that takes. Um, a level, if we're really thinking on it, if we're really participating, that takes a level of humi- humility yeah. um, to, again, not just the intimacy of God, but also before between the people uh, on the pews on my left and right, between the choir, uh-huh. specifically for me, who's behind me, most of those words are a real, like, <laughs> I am confessing every single one of those, that I've yeah. been complicit in these systems, yes. that I have that I have uh, thought these thoughts that I've been apathetic. Uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm confessing that to God, but I'm also confessing that to, to my brothers and sisters and siblings in Christ that uh, I, have, I have not lived the call fully uh, yeah. this week. Yeah, um, absolutely. Our quote today is from C.S. Lewis, who says, To be a Christian 
means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. Thanks be to God for that. Hmm. Friends, please join us again on Friday. But now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may God give you grace not to sell yourselves short. Grace to risk something big for something good. Grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. May God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. May God take your hands and work through them. May God take your hearts and set them on fire. Amen. Amen. 